Welcome to the College Christian Chat Podcast, a show geared towards helping college women balance school, life, relationships, and intimacy with God. I am your host, Sharon Elise. Lydia Macondo is an author, podcaster, world traveler, theater arts enthusiast, and an advocate for justice and equality. She is also a recent graduate of Hampton University, and today we will discuss her role with the dynamic women's ministry, Path to Purity. Okay, Lydia, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, Tell me a little bit about the history and background of the Path to Purity ministry. Also, thank you um, for having me on today. Um, so a little bit about Path to Purity. It got started by Jasmine Mullen, who is the original founder of the ministry. And she started it um, because she was a wife in waiting. Um, and so when she got engaged, she wanted to um, renew um her vow with the Lord. And so she decided that she wanted to start this journey um, and include other women in her journey. And um, she ended up starting this this amazing ministry that reached um, women, hundreds of women from throughout different parts of the world. And um, when she got married, she got caught up with a lot of different things um, taking over her time. So she was looking for somebody new to start um, or relaunch the ministry. And she asked me when we met in fall 2019, she requested that I start it spring 2020. So by June 2020, we had launched it and we started doing prayer calls and Bible studies. And um, I had two other young ladies assisting me with that. And then we did a 21 day fast with over 40 women. And we have um, currently, I believe 80 men and then we have um, over, I think, 300 women currently involved with Path to Purity, which is awesome. We um, started doing our conferences last year. That was something that got really just laid on my heart to do because um, my whole life I've really been exposed to godly relationships, godly marriages. And I wanted to put those on the forefront and highlight them to let people know there is a way to do things God's way in relationships that will be rewarded um, and that you'll be blessed by. So I wanted to share those resources um, with the community that we created last summer. That's excellent. Now tell us a little bit more about the um, marriage and relationship conference. You had one last year and this year, correct? Right. Yeah. So last year we had one and it was um, called um, Doing Relationships God's Way. And that was um, Relationship Goals. Um, based off of the book that Mike taught, Michael Todd released last year. Um, and so we basically just ended up having several different couples that were engaged or courting or married um, come and discuss like their experiences um, and share how God was moving in their relationships. And that has turned itself into an annual relationship conference that we do. Um, we had three days, I believe it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we had a worship night, and we also had, um, like, a sort of, sort of, like, a sort of, like, recap session on Sunday, where we provided um, the men and women that were connected to Path to Purity um, to kind of come together and talk about everything that we had learned from the conference as a whole, and so this year, we had to scale it down a bit, but we did have um, the same level of Awesome speakers that came, a a couple that spoke about their relationship 
um, this past November and the advice that they have for couples since they work together in ministry and they are like marriage professionals, um, coaching professionals. And we also had two other married women that are also marriage coaches come and speak with us, um, marriage counselors per se, um, about their experiences and um, any just answering any questions that people in the audience had that were engaged, married, dating seriously. Okay, now it's interesting that you mentioned that the founder, once she got married, um, her time kind of shifted in a different direction. With that being said, what are some false preconceived notions you've seen concerning the um, institution of marriage? Let's dispel some marital myths because as you can see, your time is not your own anymore, which is a good thing, but Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit more about that? Right. So disclaimer for me, I'm not married. I think a lot of people think I am because I am currently running this ministry, but I am not married. Um, I do not plan on being married anytime in the near future. (laughs) Um, But I do think that God has laid it on my heart in this particular season to help other people that are near and dear to my heart um, that I recognize are in the process of preparing for marriage Um, recognize what this journey may look like Um, because I've seen it my parents have been married for what 26 years Um, the couple that um, one of the closest couples that I'm closest to they were married for about 69 years before um, the man passed away and um, his wife is now 104 years old and so like I've been able to see like long-lasting couples for um, pretty much my entire life So um, I can say in regards to just the things that I've seen and experienced, I think a lot of people get caught up in societal expectations in regards to what a marriage is supposed to look like. Like, uh, for example, um, the man needs to be the person that is bringing in the most money, um, which may not always be necessarily the case, but that doesn't mean that he's not still the leader of the home. Um, And so like these conversations that I feel like we don't necessarily have um, provided in the church um, is something that I think definitely should be brought up. Um, Another one, um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people get caught up in, I have to have the perfect, like, I have to have the perfect relationship to have a great marriage. And that's not always the case. It's two imperfect people it's not the case ever, really. Two imperfect people coming together um, to kind of glorify God in the way that they uh, choose to pursue purpose with each other. And so um, figuring out what that purpose is is different for everyone. Like one couple's purpose is not going to be another couple's purpose. Um, But figuring out what your purpose is for your marriage is crucial for it to last, um, to be long lasting. And then the last thing I would say for marital myths is thinking that you have to uh, lose your identity of self in marriage. That's not that's not true. Um, I think that in a marriage, your identity becomes even clearer. Um, It helps to bring out more of who you already are. So I think a lot of people feel like they lose or you will lose your identity when you get into marriage. And that's not true at all. At least from my personal experiences with people that have been single for a long period of time and then got married, 
like it has brought out more of what God has already placed on the inside of them. They've discovered more of who they are by being connected to their God's end. And I think it's amazing to see how God works in that, that mysterious way in people's lives. But uh, I would say those are the three marital myths that I would say are like the big ones that I would say come to the top of my mind. <laughs> okay, that's great. That was good. Uh, so with that being said, I see you like to travel um, a lot. So what advice do you have for singles on how they can make the most of their single years? Um, I would say, number one, prioritize yourself, prioritize your healing, um, and really just chase after God. Like, because when you get into a marriage, you won't have time for that. Um, just speaking of honesty, like we already mentioned before, like your priorities are going to shift. Um, when you get into a marriage, you're going to be focused on your spouse, what your spouse needs, um, what your family needs, you know. And so that being the case, you won't be able to have as much time to give necessarily to whatever God may be wanting you to do as a single individual. Like Paul said, um, you know, really use and maximize that time. Um, of singleness because it's a time where you're able to have like sacred time of God and like really just honor him with your life. And I think it's awesome that um, so many people have chosen the route of um, marriage, but I think that being um, someone that has seen how many um, women and men of God that have been single for long periods of time, seeing what they've been able to do like with ministry um, and with their lives and their careers has been awesome. So I would say just use that time, maximize it to do whatever you want to do um, in regards to or whatever you feel like the Lord's leading you to do um, in regards to your, your purpose, wherever you feel God is leading you to go, go. Um, really just take advantage of every opportunity and maximize your time because you just, you never know when, um, you know, God may be calling you to shift um, your priorities and pivot to marriage. Okay, good. Um, now you also have a podcast and you also are working on a book. Can you tell us uh, a little bit more about both of those um, things? Right. So um, the podcast is something that I started um, in fall of 2019, but I originally started interviewing people for it in spring 2018. And I think that it definitely, um, it started with me kind of just talking about the couple I just mentioned before that I was married for 69 years. Um, the lady, she at the time was 100 and my university was celebrating its 150th anniversary. And I wanted to um, really just honor her, her legacy with the university um, by doing an interview with her in the radio station, which I did because I was working in the radio station at the time as a freshman. And um, we did the interview and I ended up sharing um, the interviews that I did with her and other um, also alum from Hampton, including the Oscar award winning Ruth Carter, um, just through a podcast, which I ended up sharing and launching um, every podcast, um, like episode that I had done or interview that I had done up till then in fall of 2019, because fall 2018, I studied abroad. Like you mentioned before, I like to travel. So I spent like few months abroad and when I came back I went in full force entrepreneurship mode and so now we're on the journey of me just kind of um working on growing like my business um to 
like where I see God is taking it. And that includes me um, being an author and really just sharing resources with college students on what my life trajectory has looked like for these past like four to six years from using my time in high school um, very wisely so that I would be able to be covered financially for college using my time in college intentionally to be able to maximize every internship opportunity, job opportunity um, that came my way and being able to make sure that uh, my future was secured. So um, that's something that I'm writing about in my book and it will be available by the end of this year, God willing. And then um, the book that I'm working on for the podcast will be available for college students. Um, as a resource from the different Hampton alumni that I have interviewed next year, um, summer of next year, God willing. Okay, and let me mention this is being recorded um, in like the winter of 2021, and you're about to graduate. Um, from right. Okay. Um, any advice that you would give to um, the upcoming graduating seniors for 2022? Mm, that's a great question. Um, what advice would I give? I would say learn to trust the process. I think that a lot of times we as human beings try to um, be more human doings than human beings. And I know that's like a cliche phrase, but really like learn to be still, learn to trust the process. Um, really discern what God is showing you and telling you about what he wants versus what you may desire because it may look completely different and you may end up missing a God opportunity because you're looking at a good opportunity that's like, you know, in the way of what God is trying to show you or tell you. So really just learn to listen to what God, where God is leading you um, during this time, be prayerful, be um, discerning, and most of all, like trust the process and know that God has everything under control and everything will work out the way that it's supposed to. That was good. That was so excellent. In closing, what do you see on the horizon for the path to purity ministry moving forward? Any like retreats, workshops, upcoming conferences that you'd like to share? Honestly, all of the above. I just feel like the sky's the limit for Path to Purity right now with um, the way that God is just orchestrating um, the ministry to grow right now. Um, I'm actually currently working on launching our YouTube channel. So I'm going to be interviewing different couples that I just spoke to you about um, and some other couples that I know um, just about their journeys and helping people to understand what godly relationships really look like, undergoing the work to be actually be prepared for what a godly marriage looks like, what that means, what healing needs to be done, um, what um, things need to be set in place in order for you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, even physically to be able to be able to have um, the life that God desires for you. Um, and then I would say the main focus I have right now, I feel like the, that God is leading me towards is focusing on discovering our identities in Christ. And I think right now in the world, there's a lot of misconstrued conversations um, and culture in regards to what identity may look like. And I think right now, the best thing that we can do as a church is to go back to the word of God and really see what, like, who does God say that you are? 
Like, what does God say about finding our identities in Christ? And what does that look like for us as individuals? And so that's really what I want the focus um, to be for Path to Purity in 2022. Okay, so in closing, can you tell us how um, people can follow Path to Purity, Path to Purity, sorry, on social media, as well as um, how they can listen to your podcast and what um, um, streaming uh, devices they can find it on? So you can listen to the HBCU Hall of Fame podcast anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. So that would be Spotify, iHeart, um, what's the other one? Apple Music, um, Anchor, and I think Google Podcasts also has it as well. Um, and then I would say um, for Path to Purity, you can follow us at Path to Purity Women and at Path to Purity Men on Instagram and then Path to Purity on Facebook and Path to Purity and Path to Purity Conference on YouTube. So that is pretty much everything in regards to ministry and then um, in regards to my personal um, brand account that's connected to my business. It's underscore the HBCU experience and it's the brand page that will be sharing the launches of my upcoming books. So you can find more information about me and my brand there. Excellent. Thank you so much. And thank you so much again for um, being on today. And I wish you the best in life um, post-college. I need many blessings upon you and your future endeavors. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please be sure to spread the word and follow the College Christian Chat podcast on social media. Also hit the subscribe button so you won't miss a future episode. For any questions or prayer requests, you can reach out to me via email at cccpodcast21 at gmail.com. Again, that's cccpodcast21 at gmail.com. Chat with you later. Be blessed.